My next guest is a forward-thinking entrepreneur, has built her brand on overcoming every obstacle on the journey of life and in business with perseverance and will for a and a will for a greater good. Adding a CBD store to a portfolio, vegan makeup line, and a few other projects up her sleeve, she is on her way to becoming a mogul in the making. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Deandra Alex. Hi there. Good morning. <laughs> uh, is it? There's a question there. I got that, that statement of forward thinking entrepreneur in your bio, and I've never heard that before. What exactly is that forward thinking entrepreneur? Being a forward thinking entrepreneur is just another way to say visionary. Mm-hmm. Um, I so you out here making up words? That's what you're doing there, Deandra. Just, just, just. <laughs> you, you're just corning your own phrases over here. I'm over here thinking. I'm, 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 I'm waiting on a deep, a deep statement from you. Uh, Richard, Richard is really just visionary, just reworded. That's all. Oh you're I too make much. Up words all the time and redefine <laughs> or create their meanings all the time. <laughs> I love her. I love her. It's just a visionary reworded. That's all. That's all. Forward yeah. thinking, that's all. <laughs> just, just, just come off the top of the uh, building. You don't have to jump. Come on down. Come on down. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to enjoy this interview already. I know it. For a fact. <laughs> so just, just, just tell. Let's talk about. Let's talk about a, a how it all started for you. Uh, I, I read a little bit about it, but your bio and the, the whole process before we talk about the, the LeBron James relationship and the CBD and all that stuff. Talk about your, your start. Gosh, oh man. Um, my start started when I was 15, I guess I should say. Um, I wanted to be a rapper. And I. But could you rap though? But could home. you rap though? Come on, Miss. Could, could. I, yes. I, yes. During okay. my time, yes, I was very talented. Okay. And I ran away from home to be this rapper. Uh-huh. Uh, right. I took myself out of Christian school and rode myself uh, into public school. Um, ended up pregnant a year later, however, mm-hmm. but I graduated early. Mm-hmm. Um, still continued to do music after I graduated from high school and I rubbed shoulders and did music with some of the industry's most influential people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I even did a cipher back with Kobe Bryant back in the day uh, mm-hmm. when I was rapping. We used to do ciphers and stuff after the games. Mm-hmm. And um, I did a little bit of you know, regular extra work, Steve Harvey show, Moesha, City of Angels. I did all of that kind of stuff. So I've always been in the sports and entertainment industry. It was just kind of my thing. And then um, I decided to, after that, just move to Atlanta with my two-year-old son. We trekked across the United States in the dead of December. I moved to Atlanta and wanted to rap. Um, still there because it was the mecca of music back then. And um, after pursuing that for a little while, um, worked with like Block Entertainment, which is Candy's, um, you know, um, daughter's father. I think I even had sat down with Slim from Cash Money. He transferred my ADAT music over to a CD back then, but it just wasn't the industry for women now wasn't what it was back then. So I had to kind of like reassess and switch gears, and I got involved in one of my other passions, which was sports and entertainment. Um, I ended up trying a little stab at corporate America with Fidelity Investments for a little while. That just wasn't being in a nine to five, working nine to five in the office every day really wasn't my thing. So I got involved in the, um, in the service industry and I bartended 
worked at 680 The Fan, and I pushed myself into becoming a sports and entertainment journalist. Right. Um, never had any experience doing that. I can't even tell you how it happened. I just know I submitted a story to Dub Magazine, and then the next time I had three covers right after that. So it was <laughs> kind of fast for me. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, then I went over to North Carolina and started working for an NBA team, and that's kind of like the cusp on how everything came into fruition for me for um, um, more than an athlete, um, lifestyle for the culture and everything like that. So that's a short, that's a short, short, short version. I know. Cause you, you, you climbed a lot of years there, you know, you went from running away from home, you know, got pregnant, you know, you didn't say nothing about my boy, Errol Harrington, you know, cause he's my boy. I really saw his name in the yes, bio. The same thing about Mario Williams, yep. you know, all these significant names yep. you could be dropping, you know, in this interview, make this interview bigger, you know, but she's gonna leave all these important names out of this whole process. So I see, see I really I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta hype you. That's what this that's the purpose of this interview. This purpose of the interview is hyping you. And you know here's a funny thing about well, what did you what did you, you said you mentioned the Steve Harvey sitcom. You you did some things on the Steve Harvey sitcom? Yes, I was a r I was one of the regular extras on this show. When you know some you know some we on the real, on the real, on the real, on the real. We met. Because uh, you know, because I managed Steve. Steve Harvey for, for, for 2000 to 2016. And I used to always be okay, on the set. Right. I used to always be on the set. And, uh, and, and, I, and we've actually, we've actually had conversations. Cause I looked at your picture. I Probably went, have. Yeah. Cause you, yeah, she, she, she had no problem talking to you now. She, she, she come out. No, not at all. No, she had no problem talking to you. Tell her she, she'd lay out a game plan right in front of you. This is what I'm going to do. I went, I remember I told Steve, I said, she's kind of aggressive. <laughs> 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 but you have to be, you know, because especially with you being, you know, an extra, you know, sometimes it's, you 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 you're just disconnected, and people the people just see you just right. out there as as a you know you know being an extra sometimes is so far off the beaten track, it is really it can right. be just so it, 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 people so disrespected sometimes, and so I remember right, when I met is. with you and I was talking to you a couple of times because because I remember one time you I remember one time you found out who I was. And you came over. Okay, you had a little extra conversation about what you wanted to do, and uh, and so right. when you said Steve Harvey, because I, I was looking at that picture, because they, they, when they send the 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 your your portal, they always send photos, and I was looking at that photo. I said she looks very familiar, and we said Steve Harvey, but it's all good because, like I said, I meet people in my life, and I talk to them at different times, and and to see the success that you're having now. And to see that you're 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 talking, you're just putting out names that have, I I like to say have been important in my life, uh, in your right. interview and on your in your portfolio is really amazing, and um, Thank so, you. it really is. Uh, briefly, let's talk about that. You know, we talked about the, the the life leading up to career. What is a lifestyle for the culture? First, we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about more than an athlete. Okay, let's talk about lifestyle for the culture, okay. and we're talking to uh, DeAndre so Alex. <laughs> So lifestyle for the culture is a lifestyle management and PR firm. And I also do brand strategy and I created that in 2018. I have done so many things for athletes. I have been of service to so many athletes. I've been around athletes and entertainers all my life. And me just as a person, it's just second nature for to me to be of service this period. 
So um, with me working in the service industry, I was the go-to person in Charlotte when an athlete wanted to have a VIP experience or they needed to know um, the happenings going on in Charlotte. If there was a particular restaurant um, that an athlete wanted to go to, I was always the person that people would call to say, hey, D, you know, people affectionately called me D, hey, D, where is this going on tonight? I need for you to set up this experience for me here, there, or or whatsoever. And so um, I was doing it all for free, though. And, you know, a person very close to me said, hey, listen, you have to put a dollar amount on your worth. I don't Mm -hmm. care if you even give somebody a 99.9% discount. You have to put a value to your worth. And ever since then, um, I vowed to no longer give my services away for free because what I was providing was valuable. So created Lifestyle for the Culture, um, landed my first client in January of 2018, and that was Chris Smith. He plays for the Cleveland Browns. And from there, I have basically took his blank canvas of him just being an athlete, took his blank canvas and took his passion and created something that's brandable, but also something that's impactful for underserved youth in communities. So essentially that's what lifestyle for the culture is. I manage people's lifestyles, giving them the opportunity to focus on the things that matters most while I focus on the small things. And so as a result of that, I have him. Um, We do his charity with Chris's Closet. We do a show every year. This is going to be our second year in Chicago during All-Star Weekend called Ship and Marvel. And um, I just landed another client, Dalila Muhammad. She is our uh, 400-meter world record holder and gold medalist um, back from the 2016 um, Olympics. And so I just have those two thus far with my company. Well, pretty impressive if you ask me. So you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> now, when people come on board, what do it? What do they? What do they expect from you? Do do they do? Are you? A, and I'm just not even saying this negatively, but are you managing them? Are you babysitting their their brand and 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 and, and putting it in different areas? It's socially in print and 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 video mediums, what exactly are you doing there? So honestly, what I'm doing is I am taking mid-level guys who do not realize the opportunities that are afforded to them. So yeah, so in some aspects of my business, do I babysit? I won't call it babysitting, but I help young guys manage their lifestyles. I'm kind of like a mama. So with my guy, Chris, he's like, Didi, you always act like you my mom. You always act like you my mom. And and, and it's one of those things to where, like, I just know what is out here, and I'm very protective, and I tend to kind of make their lives easier as I educate them, and I am them sometimes. It's so really funny. Instance, like, for Chris, like, we, we, I am him. Yeah, we, we're going to continue this conversation because you're hitting some areas for me that I want to expound on. We're talking to... Deandra Alex, um, her brand's amazing. Uh, she's a, a, a visionary. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it back to what it really is. She's a visionary, entrepreneur. And she's going to be talking about lifestyle for the culture and more than an athlete and a CBD business with a retail store. Uh, we'll be right back with more Money Making Conversation. 
Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversations. Of course, being that I'm Rashawn McDonald, that means I'm the host. That means I do most of the talking on the show after I set up a, a brilliant question to my guests, and then they get to expound, you know, uh, pontificate, as they say. In the, I'm starting to use words. That means I means I'm I means I'm, I'm articulating at a high level today, team. <laughs> you know, Miss Alex, you talked about branding. And I, you know, I, I, that's, that's my specialty. And, um, it's really funny when you, when you, you are kind of like a mom or you are kind of like a dad, because, you know, I've had clients tell me, you know, nobody cares more about their brand than me. Right. Yeah. I hear you, but don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I, I, I believe you. I really do believe you. But don't do that, okay? Don't do that. And that's where the that's what you're saying is that you have to step up. You have to always be ahead of the thought process. Because when you're dealing right. with brands, you know, and you have somebody shaping your brand, you you got to give up control. And, right. and so because oh, of now with social media, and, and let me tell you something, and corporations have always done that. You know, they, they'll go to an ad agency and they say, shape my brand or give me a, a new campaign or give me a new... Uh, I need. Uh, I've sat in Home Depot meetings. I've sat in Ford meetings. They have. They have. A, they have. A, they have, a, they have a, a seasonal. They have four campaigns they want from you a year when they sit down in front of you. Spring, fall, summer, winter. Right. Okay. That's what they want now because of social media. We're tied to individuals. They don't have that corporate mentality. So when right. you when you sit down with them, you talk about. Uh, no, you can't do that. I know it feels good. I know you want to do it like that. You want to you want to rock them likes, but you can't post that. Right. That's the For difference. Me, sorry. <laughs> no, you miss Alex. You can continue. We're just talking. For for me, what I what I've noticed is that I had to find my niche, mm-hmm. and there's plenty of publicists. There's plenty of brand strategists. You know, I never wanted the major top-level, high-level guy. I wanted to really work with athletes that needed me. So I just won't take everybody either. Like, I have to sit down and get to know my clients. Mm -hmm. I have to know what they like, Mm -hmm. what they don't like. I Mm -hmm. have to find out if there is a synergy in between us because if there is a synergy between us and we don't really think alike, I really can't represent you. I have to be passionate about you and what you and and what you're doing or what your goals are outside of the sport. Like if I can't figure out what you want to do outside of the sport, I really can't work with you. And that's, and that's something that's passionate for me is about being more than an athlete. And that is my thing. Any way that I can help any athlete realize their opportunities outside of the sport, then I'm passionate about that. And I can do amazing work about that. I take their passions and their goals, and then I turn it into something that's impactful for their future. And that's important because, and that's why I brought up the conversation about corporations and individuals. See, social media have turned individuals into entrepreneurs and small businesses. And, right. And so with that mentality, once you understand that, then you have to understand that they have power that wasn't available to them 10 years ago. And Absolutely. social media is really uh, is a is a daily press conference. That's why you don't see anybody calling press conferences anymore. 
We're going to call a press conference. No, they just post it right there. Donald Trump exactly. does it every weekend. He don't even call a press conference. Every Saturday, he starts posting. Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> he just posts. 60 million followers. Right. He posts. Because the game right. has changed so much. But in doing so, that's when finding people like you is important to have in your life because you you, you understand the slip-ups. Because once it gets out there, and we could talk about certain people out there who just go flip-flops like Antonio Brown. He flip-flops. One, one, one time, I never play in the NFL. Next time, I want to play in the NFL. Next time, I hate the NFL. Mm-hmm. Next time, I want to play in the NFL. Next time, mm-hmm. ooh, please. That type of thing is what she's saying in the sense that, and what I'm saying, not her, what I'm saying is that you have to have somebody there with you saying that you can trust it. Look, hey, Antonio, chill. Chill. It's all good. It's all good. Right. It's about trust. Absolutely, it's about trust. Trust is a huge, huge deal for me. Trust and integrity um, are the two biggest things for me. And that's the one thing that I can say about, you know, my first client. He absolutely trusts every decision that I make. I didn't go into this saying I know everything that I'm doing. I, I'm still learning as I'm on this road. Every day I learn something new. Every day I find a mentor or find another person in my industry who teaches me new things every single day. And he trusts me enough to take this journey with me. And so far, I've been able to, um, I've been able to deliver so far, so far, so far. Well, I, I, it's no and doubt I'm in my mind. not above reproach. I'm not I, above reproach at all. And you're not. And that's why I'm really enjoying this conversation because I rarely get to talk to individuals like you because uh, being the fact that I, I truly understand branding and a lot of people don't really get it, you know, because of the fact that they, they, they word is being thrown out there so much. And in right. fact, it's being abused, if you ask me, because it, it really is. is a very, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's very important that individuals understand the value of branding and also finding exactly, it, this, this is how I look at social media. Social media to me is like, you might have a million followers, okay? But you, all right. of them are not following you for the same reason. Otherwise, if you exactly. post something, you'll get a million likes, okay? So that means that, mm-hmm. that means that, that means that you have to find out who is the majority of your followers to your brand so in right. other words you cannot it's like it's like a radio station you have your country you have hip-hop all that you just suddenly can't play a, a country and western song on a hip-hop station they're gonna look they're gonna turn off your station and that tends to happen in social media and so because if you got to know who you are through your brand and that's what brand strategists do and that's why it's more that's why it's really important to have a, a, a person with your a, a visionary. I'm gonna stick with that. I know you can do with that other word if you want to. You are a visionary, Deandra. Alex. I am. Okay. Thank you. And uh, and, I, and I respect <laughs> you for that. Now, uh, before we get out of here, I want to talk about more than the athlete. Uh, your 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 company that was purchased by the incredible LeBron James. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So more than an athlete, uh, I created in 2012. Um, more than an athlete derived based off of my journey in the sports and entertainment industry. Um, I remember guys like Plaxico Burris who made a mistake ridiculed in the media, you know, Michael Vick made the mistakes that he made was ridiculed, lost his livelihood um, in the media and going through those scenarios and going through those time periods, you know, I always was like, gosh, like they're human beings. People make mistakes. The reason why they're so ridiculed and, and, and so condemned so much is because they're on this higher platform. They're visible to the public eye. They all play our favorite sports. 
And it just touched a place in my heart to say, gosh, these guys are human. You know, they're more than just athletes. You know, they, they shouldn't be defined by the talent that they play. They have purpose. You know, they have a right to, 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 to make mistakes just as any, any one of us. And so, you know, as I was getting involved in my journalism um, um, business, Michael Vick was actually the very first person who gave me an interview for Vibe magazine. It was something, a small piece on how to throw a Hail, Hail Mary pass. Mm-hmm. In my tenure in the business, I had been around practical birth, and, you know, these were very nice guys. I was always respected in the company that I was keeping when I was in this, in, when I, you know, when I was in this industry early on. And so it became a thing for me when I was around certain athletes, like, wow, you know, these guys are actually cool. I'm actually getting a first eye view to who these guys are outside the scope of the sports that they play. And then as I went on and my son started playing basketball mm-hmm. and competing at a high level, you know, it was ball is life, ball is life. And these kids were reclassifying and they, they weren't eligible to go to be properly recruited or they were having to go to other schools to do an additional year. They were switching teams like the business of, of, of high level sports and AAU programs is a whole nother story. So as I went through to my son's tournament, I talked to kids about, you know, what are you going to do if you can't play basketball? Right. Oh, there is nothing right. else. I'm playing basketball. I'm going to the league. I'm going to the league. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but you have to be more than an athlete. Like, what are you going to do if that doesn't happen? Oh, there is no, there, there isn't anything else. Mm-hmm. And that struck a chord with me. Um, as a result, more than the athlete was, you know, spoken to my spirit and I created it, knew that it was going to be something that was very powerful and impactful. And anytime a person creates a business, 90, 99.9% of the time, you create a business either with an exit strategy or a hope that some bigger company will come in and, and buy your company. Right? right. However, it wasn't for me, it wasn't necessarily a decision. It was just the steps that were ordered in my path. And it just so happened that our missions were aligned. Now I'll have to tell you, you know, I have to say this though, in all um, transparency, <laughs> it, it wasn't a normal journey for more than an athlete, Deandra Alex creator and more than an athlete uninterrupted. It wasn't, it wasn't a traditional um, marriage. Um, when I first saw that LeBron had associated himself with more than an athlete from his perspective, you know, I was excited. I was like, oh, oh I probably can't cut. I was like, oh, shoot, you know, this is awesome. Like, he, <laughs> oh, he put shoot. That's what you said, Miss Alex. Shoot. Shoot. Uh, no, I said, oh, we'll bleep that. But I need to get the reality. I know it wasn't no, oh, shoot. I know it wasn't no, yeah, shoot. Yeah, no, I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, oh, but like, <laughs> so many people DM'd me and, and tagged me yeah. in his post. I was excited, like, hey, yes, because I was in the process of, of creating my performance wear line. And I'm like, yes, let's get LeBron James a shirt. You know, everybody was tagging him and so on and so forth, but nothing ever happened as a result of that. You know, and fast forward, you know, I, somebody sends me a video, one of my ambassadors, um, he used to play for the Panthers. He sent me a video. He said, D look. And it was that video that went viral of LeBron dancing. I think it was maybe a kickball charity game. And he had this shirt on more than an athlete. Mm-hmm. And I burst into tears. 
Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I burst into tears because I'm like, this is, and it wasn't a burst into tears of happiness. It was another burst into tears of, oh, shit. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I'm seeing my brand, something that I've worked on since 2012 that mm-hmm. fed me and my son, that supported me and my son, you know, on this, on this humongous, one of the best athletes in the world, I was confused on whether or not, like, should I be happy about it? Should I be mad? So um, it went from that. Then they went on this world tour more than an athlete last summer. I was like, I was devastated. You know what I mean? And as a result of that and just walking in my journey, um, the connection came. The president for Uninterrupted flew to um, North Carolina, sat down with me, and we talked about it. And as a result of that meeting with him, I felt very empowered and felt like our missions were aligned and I would be able to continue working with my brand, but it being produced by a higher platform. Because at this time, more than athlete was LeBron James. Like there was nothing I can do, you know, to, there was nothing that I can do to disassociate his name with more than an athlete. And I didn't even know necessarily if I wanted to because it was powerful for me, like, that this major athlete was a voice for more than an athlete, if, if that makes any sense. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Um, you know, it's like, you know, it's some, things, it's some things you wish for, and when it happens, you realize, oh, I didn't know it was going to be like this. And, right, I've spoken into fruition, not right. knowing that I was like, okay, Nike's going to buy this one day, Adidas, some big company is going to come and buy this one day, mm-hmm. not really realizing that's and where the visionary comes do, from, not really realizing yeah, that, it's you know, they your would voice. Me. You want to keep your voice in it, and that, that's really important yeah. because, yeah. you know, this is something you nurtured, this is something you created. It, it started in, you know, just a dream, and people looked at you and questioned you and, what does that mean, more than athlete? You have to explain to people right. what it meant. What is more than I athlete? Mean? What's more than explain, explain, explain? You get tired of explaining. I, oh, did. I, I think that I think the title means explains what is more than an athlete, more than an athlete, and then and then the then the the most influential athlete, modern athlete in LeBron James. You know, that's influential from a from a financial, from an entrepreneur, from an entertainment, from a political standpoint. Says, hey, I want to be a part of that because that represents what I've been saying all my life since I was playing high school when I got my boys Maverick and Rich Paul and all of us got together and we said this is what we want to do. We want I want my brand when I walk away from this to be a representation of being more than an athlete. It's what Magic Johnson says. All these people who go out there and who are very powerful individuals who have learned that athleticism has allowed them to uh, open the door, they want to stay there after they Stop dribbling the basketball. Stop throwing a football. Stop tackling somebody. Stop hitting the home run. And that's really, you have a powerful mantra that you created. And I'm just glad you took time to share your story and and know that you can always come back on my show and, and communicate and, you know, be real about it. You know, Miss Visionary, all that forth. You're a visionary, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. Um, I could definitely say I was a little bit nervous, but you definitely have uh, gave me a warm welcome, and I absolutely had a wonderful time. Oh, it's great. You, you're special. And uh, like I said, it's great. That would, I, I, if you wouldn't have said Steve Harvey's show, I would not I would have walked away going, oh, she looks familiar to me. 
But then when you when you connect to the dot, that's great that I met, I met you way back then in the casual setting and to see the success and hard work that you're following your passion. And really, it was not sitting over there rapping. It was not sitting over there trying to act. What you're doing right now, you're changing lives. And you're changing lives at such high levels. And uh, and you're being, a, a, by the way, a great parent, too. Okay? And keep winning, all right? December 13th. Yes, we did it. <laughs> Graduate from college December 13th. We awesome. Did it. We did awesome. It. Great. Talk soon.